again. Let's restart. All right. One, two, two three, three, four, four five. Why are you slowing down? <laughs> Why would you slow down when we're trying to do that? Right, should we start? I think we've got it. Yeah, it's One, fine. Two, oh, shut three, up. Rory four, will figure five, the fucking six, thing seven. out. All right, cool. All right. Welcome g'day, g'day, back g'day. Hey, to Clem's Wine Corner. Now, we've got our, 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 our good, and, good and friendly people here. Clem Novalak, you've got. Steve, <laughs> Steve, let's start that fucking intro again. I was, my mind just went blank. <laughs> all right, all right. We've all got right. our good and friendly people here. <laughs> Fuck, where do you come up with that? Steve, absolute gem. Thinking of okay. the shower. So how am I going to introduce the pod today? Good and friendly people. That's a real. <laughs> that's real popular at the moment. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Clem's Wine Corner. I'm joined with Mark Armstrong and James Blair. G'day, Back for a Clem. bottle. G'day, James. What, what bottle are we on now? Uh, Five? Four? Something like that. Yeah, six? I don't know. It's all of a bit of a blur. Sounds like one of the lights out. <laughs> and uh, so yeah we're back to this uh, to this uh, to this uh, pod we've got a new wine to taste mark is obviously joining us from indianapolis uh, still working as a janitor for chip ganassi racing and uh, yes, hoping for one of those sort of uh situations and i've heard about this before where like the, uh, there was a guy there was a uh, janitor at a school once back i think it was back in the 90s oh yeah and um, he would there would be this sort of equation written on the on the chalkboard, um, yes. and every time he'd walk past it, he'd he'd solve it, and no one could figure out who'd done who'd it. Who'd solved it? So I'm oh. guessing that uh, Marcus is just sort of hoping for a bit of a situation like that one where James. you know maybe someone leaves a car unattended at Ganassi, and he just jumps in. Oh, I was going to say an engineer, but if you've gone to straight to car, I mean. He's been called Adrian Newey a hundred times, so yeah, he's been known to throw the nail on the head there, though. mate. Look, I'll be I'll be cleaning up the engineering office, and I'll see equations on the blackboard, and I just can't help myself but just figure them out. And it will be a coefficient of some error balance statistic that they haven't quite figured out yet. And then I'll come along with you know my it's just a chalkboard, you know, get my little piece of chalk, and I'll figure it out. And they'll arrive the next morning and. It's quite bizarre, really. They've been astounded by the results so far. I mean, you know, obviously you've seen recently the car yeah. is just flying, and I think yeah. that's probably probably me. And um, and the only person equations. and the only person that knows you're doing this is Robin Williams. Yes, ah, uh, I see what you've done here. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyways, that's oh. a film, isn't it? Yeah. It is a film. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, so today's wine is uh, it's called Suriani from Costa Rosa, Primitivo di Manduria. Now, James, you've told me that this is an absolute stinker of a wine. You yeah. don't like a Primitivo. <laughs> I, I really don't like Primitivo. Now, uh, why, is, why is that? It's just it's a bit sharp for me. It's a bit acute. Um, it often hurts my teeth. I've got quite sensitive teeth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sort of the enamels eroded away from all the heavy yeah, drinking. No, it's a very all the darts. It's a very brisk acidity, and there's a bit too many grilled chanterelles <laughs> for my liking. Yeah, I don't know I'm if with you're you. Familiar with that, James? Well, I'm but, I'm um, just going to read the back of this bottle here. It's it, it's the sandy and clay soil, the intense light and the fresh breeze that gently blows from the adjacent sea, gives to our primitivo its 
distinctive character with a complex mm. structure and yet elegant aromas of extraordinary intensity. Now, I think that's complete bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's distinct. That's definitely true. Uh, stinked might, might have been more apt. But, yeah, uh, I think, mate, just just from listening to that description, it's a bit too much. It's all fart, no perf, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, too it's right. Sort of, sort of like a ghosty, you know? Yeah, the sort of new mm. world wine reviews tend to, a lot of them say, all fart, no yeah. perf. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah. perhaps something about the, the soil there that it's... Um, so, so, anyways, James, let's give us a, let's give this a squish okay, and, yeah, and, and a sort of smell. Here. Oh, actually, yeah. Well, the color in itself is is, is just pretty bland. It's, it's red. It's, it's red. just red. Yes, yeah, it's, it's red. It's, it certainly is red. Nothing more, nothing less. It's it's red. Yeah. Mm. Now I've had I've had a black pepperish. I've had a smell. Yeah, it's it's. You picked up the pepper there, Marcus, and I, I'm glad mm. you did because it really is quite a strong wine. Yeah, that's yeah, it's got, it's, a, that's got the old uh, the old molars going. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are your teeth really that sensitive, James? No, but it doesn't. It's not unpleasant. It's just I can really feel the presence of the acidity in the wine. Right. Actually, I'm thinking about insuring my uh, my teeth at, at, in Lloyd's of London. Similar to how Gordon Ramsay's uh, insured his his tongue, uh, David Beckham's left foot, I believe, is also insured. Um, you know, because I know that you know, amongst and, other wine topics and news and things like that, people do come in and listen to this podcast for my insurance chat. Um, but that's yeah. I think I think uh, you, you'll find that there's also a range of people uh, in the uh, in the food industry that come and listen to us because we we bring back great insights, especially on the wine list. Mm. And um, we are the honesty brokers when it comes to food and drink. And, and drink, yeah, honestly. And I think I think you know this this addition to the to the sort of screaming meals media empire that we're sort of starting to to create. You know, in a in a kind of a Rupert Murdoch way. You know, the different mm. channels and so on that we're gonna that we're gonna bring forwards. The the Clem's well, wine corner wine, allows to certainly uh, to, for a wine Clem. You you want an earthy sort of hay aroma, and you want it sort of backed up. Um, with a small amount of fresh shucked oyster shell, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, you oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And your wine. Yeah. Because I think I, I heard you say in another episode, James, your meal is only as good as your wine. Yes. So, yes. I mean, um, I think this one's better than, than I expected, having, uh, having heard you b- before, you know, briefing us on this wine, James. This actually hits the spot pretty nicely. Okay. Interesting. Well, you, I know you spent a lot of time in Italy, so ha- perhaps you're more uh, more acute, more in tune in in tune to those uh, the, the Italian wines. Now, I'm a big fan, to be honest. Yeah. I I've, I don't see. I see. I like an aggressive wine because you compare it with almost anything. Yeah. And you uh, like? Do you, Clemmy, do you yeah. like your wine? Do you like? Do you like your wine the same way you like your car balance? aggressive uncontrollable uncontrollable i wanted to have so much front and absolutely no rear end at all mate basically yeah. it hits yeah. the palate and then you don't taste it no more like this you just yeah. want another and then, chug and then you want to be knocked out in the wall hard same way after three bottles of red yeah wine. like like the old paint thinners there that pairs quite nicely with um with an oyster yeah yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. So, yeah, what what would you grade this this old boy there, James? I reckon you're going to go down to a three, two, uh, three, a three, a three eight, a three eight, three eight. Yeah. Now you see, I was going to go for a for a 
7.12. Jesus. That's up You see, I'd go in the middle. I'd go in the middle there. Yeah? What are you going for, Marcus? I wouldn't wouldn't quite go 7.1, but I reckon, James, we've obviously got very different palettes, you and I. Very different teeth, certainly. Mm. Very different teeth. Well, I've got a beautiful set of chompers on me. You, much the opposite, mate. But uh, too many durries. That's the word on the street. It's the durries. They've eroded the enamel. You leave durries out of this. You do. You do want to stay away from those durries. They'll get you. Yeah, mate. Trying to switch it up to the old vape now. It's just not as manly. (laughs) Hey, well, um, on in uh, in other news, um, I've sort of moved into my new place here in Indy and sort of settling in and. It's the meant to be funny news, Marcus. Here, <laughs> it's not meant to be explain your life. He's like, he literally, you just oh, can't right. stop him talking about himself. Like, it's impossible. Well, the thing is, right next door, in about a 30 media radius, there is about five IndyCar drivers. Like, no word of a lie. It is, it is literally dorm rooms. And so we've got Marcus Ericsson here on the right-hand side. We've got Lungard behind, who's sharing a room with, um, maybe I shouldn't say, might be in the news by tomorrow and then we've got a couple of indie lights drivers down here and the worst thing is the walls are so thin you can literally hear everyone speaking oh can you smell it too unfortunately clem i can oh Oh. he smelt marcus erickson's shit (laughs) you see you'll laugh but i i had to impose the uh if you come over to my flat you need to sit down to piss. You can't stand up and piss. That's my rule. Clem is exactly the same. Oh yeah, it's hundred percent a rule. I was I was at your place what last week, week before. Yeah, I, week I, before. I was, so I'll use your bathroom. This is what the podcast descended to now is bathroom chat. But yeah, he, you yelled at me as I walked in. Can you sit down? And I was like, sure, fine. I introduced that rule because a good friend of mine who shall not be named. Came in here and I swear he pissed everywhere but in the toilet bowl. But that doesn't it surprise was... me at all because I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm guessing that's also the smell. Yes, and I'll give you a quick hint on who it is. He may or may not have come to my flat in London last year, stayed a night, and left a steamer for about two weeks because I never go on that oh. side of the apartment. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And I walked in to find that monstrosity. Anyway, it was him, um, so I've made the rule, sit down when you piss. Thank you very much. Well, we got there in the end. It was news. Yeah, it was news. So you, you, the news is you have to sit down in Marcus's apartment when you go for a pee. Now, in other mm. news, James, have you come up with a doozy? No, not actually. I thought you were doing So uh, I, found, uh, I found some pretty interesting news, actually. Now, a lot of people might know who Tommy Lee is. I do, yeah, yeah. He's a bit of a... He was the drummer for uh, Motley Crue. Motley Crue, uh, more, Perhaps more famously married uh, Pamela Anderson. Exactly. Now, uh, he is a bit of a bit of a madman on the old Twitter there. Oh, he's a wild cat. And uh, he has shared a picture of his genitals on Twitter... Uh, begging to collab with Mr. Peanut. Now, this is not the first time that um, Tommy Lee has shared pictures of himself um, on the internet. Well, yeah. I think pretty much everybody in the world has seen his cop. Yeah, and if you were yeah, if you were alive in the nineties, which, um, as I understand it, most of our listeners were not, um, you would know exactly who Tommy Lee is and, and why he's probably famous. I don't want to bring it up because it's all. 
privacy issue matter, perhaps, isn't it? You know, we don't want to shine a light on on a crime. We don't, we don't do that. Here. How is mm-hmm. this not censored on Twitter? How how did that go ahead? No, actually, yeah, what Surely I, there are rules. It's a bold strategy getting your junk out for a collab. So my question really is, it centers around what's so good about a Mr. Peanut deal? I don't know. But, you know, because, I mean, if you asked, I reckon if you asked around the F2, F3 paddock, what, like, how exposed would you prepared, what, are you prepared to be uh, for, like, a Red Bull seat? Or, you know, at some point Oh, so you're saying, Pretty would exposed. you post a dick pic online yeah. to get a Red Bull seat? Yeah. Now, would you do that, Marcus? Well, there's a few things here. The first one being, imagine someone in the F1 world being equally as famous as this dude, Motley Crue, whoever you're talking about, don't even know who it is, and uh, posting a photo of it. Imagine F1 Twitter after that post. Yeah. It would be astounding. Yeah, but that doesn't really answer our question, Marcus. Would you post a dick pic on Twitter to get a Red Bull oh, seat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, if, hey, Christian, if you're listening um, and you're running out of budget for next year, because we know you're having a bit of an issue with that at the moment, um, let us know. We might be able to sort you out with a cheap driver and, um, and some nudes. But well, uh, it, it depends. It, it depends on sort of what you what you're going for here, James. Do you want the whole? Do you want the whole shebang, or what? You know, be a bit more explicit. Don't don't be. Oh well, I, well, I think I think we both know uh, that it's not up to me. At the end of the day. Well, if you're going by the Tommy Lee standards, it's not just going to be one picture because, as we've just said, this is not the first time he's done it. Now, you might post a whole series of five, six different angles. And that, that yeah, might... Actually, that's interesting. Would you go sort of like a dirty leak kind of, you know, pixelated sort of... Oh, you can kind of see that. There. Oh, yeah. There. I or reckon Marcus... really like nah. artistic, like studio, black see, and white photos? The way I see it, I reckon Marcus would go... Firstly, it would be a... Uh, ultra high definition 4K picture, so you could you could precisely see absolutely everything there, and he would definitely go for an artistic angle. Well, I think well, you could take it one step further. Even you could go on such a close zoom where it's sort of like one of those photos where you sort of look at it for a couple of seconds before you actually really realise what it is. Right. You see, the more we talk about it, the more I realise maybe I wouldn't do it. You know, I mean. I'd have to have it in writing. I'd need the contract in hand, all the specifics laid out, a nice contract extension, uh, results depending at the end of the contract before I go ahead and actually take the photos because um, you know what the world's like. Once it's on the internet, it's on there forever, much like this podcast. Remember? Well, indeed, yeah. I mean, you know, talk about Dr. Helmet. Um, have we got any other news stories that we're looking at? Uh, actually, yes. Week? Um, Aaron it's not Rogers, another one of your bathroom yes. rules, is it? <laughs> no. Well, we'll leave that one to next week, shall we? But Aaron Rogers, we my shave favorite. shave inside his shower. Okay, let's, yeah, let's move on to Aaron Rogers. Aaron Rogers, Clement. Yeah. Do you know yes. who he is? Uh, doesn't he throw balls? God, grow up. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you are a dirty donkey, aren't you? Yeah, sorry. Uh, from the beginning. Where was I? Where was Aaron Rodgers. Um, Just go from the beginning. Right. So, uh, so Aaron Rodgers, Clem, um, has mm. taken himself to do a darkness retreat to, quote, find himself after a pretty 
couple of abysmal seasons. No, it's a, it was a bad season for him. He didn't make the didn't make the playoffs. He's thirty nine years old. You know, he's a bit older, a bit more mature than your average quarterback. And um, did you just say forty? No, he's almost forty. Thirty nine. He said, "quote For sure, it's a real thing, hundred uh, percent. That's why it's going to be important to get through this week and to take my isolation retreat and just be able to contemplate all the things in my life and future and make the best decision." So what do you, what's your first reaction on that, Clem? As a sportsman yourself, would you consider taking a four-day retreat into darkness to try and find yourself? When, remember, you probably wouldn't even be able to find a chair in, in darkness, let alone yourself, if I might say. Oh, well, you know, after last season, I'm considering anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah some, some might say that you were in darkness all of last year. Oh, you could say so. I mean, Marcus went too far ahead. You know, me and him hovering about the uh, yeah. sort of the sort of back end of the Formula Two grid. But the start of the midfield. Yeah. Speak for yourself, fella. Well, I would imagine you finding yourself in darkness, maybe in the back of a nightclub somewhere, but not in a sort of an ayahuasca retreat cave. Um, James, what about you, mate? Uh, I mean, for me, I feel like I have some issues finding myself sometimes. Um, I don't think the solution would be to necessarily... go somewhere where I can't see anything or find anything. I mean, imagine if I drop my glasses. I mean, I suppose I wouldn't need my glasses in a darkness retreat, would I? But, you know, it's something of that sort. My vape. Imagine if I drop my vape. I'd be screwed. That would be a disaster. I'd hit the panic God button. Forbid where's you the drop panic vape? If, yeah, if, yeah. if you Can go, you see the panic I'm button? over this. Where's the, where's the light switch? Like, if you're having a heart attack, how the fuck do you get out of there? Meditation, Clem, cures all heart attacks. You've been in America too long. Yeah. You've, you've seen the billboards down the side of the highway there. Sorry, the freeway there. Are you, are you, yeah, dude. Are you a high-profile yeah. athlete who's struggling with performance, perhaps, you know, either in your personal life or your professional life? Call 0800, blah, 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 blah. So sit in a dark room for four days and we'll only charge you $12,000. Well, uh... Yes and no, but it says here, quote, it's just sitting in isolation, meditation, dealing with your thoughts. Yeah, that's also, a, a, some... that's also a form of pr uh, prison torture at Guantanamo Bay. It's called, uh, what's it called? Bloody isolation something. Don't know. As much as, as much as I love Aaron, it feels like he's had one concussion too many when it comes to this. You yeah. Know, it's almost like someone's tricked him, you know, it's a darkness retreat, but really they're just locking him away and like, yeah, know, throwing, away, throwing the away the key. Yeah, who could we? Who, is that what they get, they've done? Uh, is that what they tried to do with the Fernando Alonso at McLaren? Oh well, you're wearing his shirt right now, mate. So you tell me. Yeah, you are literally true. wearing that's a Honda true. McLaren shirt. Oh, that's do you know? That's actually funny you say that because that was unintentional. God, you're such an unbearable race fan. All right. Well, that's anyways, what I've got on the news front. Yeah. So, well, there you go, fellas. Bottle five, bottle six, Is it? bottle seven. Bit of a blur, yeah. as we said. And, uh, yeah, this has been Clem's Wayne Corner. Wayne Corner? <laughs> Ciao. All right, stopping now. Uh